Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. in-game betting props and futures head to bet online today or use uh, your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet now use our promo code believe 50 to receive your 50 percent welcome your bonus on your first deposit now bet online is where the game starts what's going on everybody welcome to another episode of believe in bills i am justice general rafford that is championship coach Mookie Hoffman, <laughs> legend in two games. No peewee. Uh, shout out to my boy Ray Peso for that intro, the, the song he made for us. I had that's, that's a fire song to me. Um, right, right. shout out to uh, Bet Online, Sports Illustrated, Believe, all that. Um, big game today, coach. Big game today. Hey, I mean. Even if the circumstances weren't where they were making this the biggest game of the season thus far, mm-hmm. it, it still would have been one of, if not the biggest game of the season, regardless. Um, and today kind of puts those circumstances even into more, more deep, if, especially for the Bills, you know, and, and even to a certain extent for the Chiefs as well, because looking at it coming in today, they coming off of a bad loss. Uh, not only a bad loss, but a few not look great looking wins. And they kind of look like they're a little vulnerable. The Bills coming off of a very strong performance. Another game where they went toe to toe with maybe what was looking like the best team in the league up to that point. Um, And really only lost because they beat themselves, which of course is a story that we hear about the Bills a lot, but it reared its ugly head again, but they did, they were the better football f- team on the field that day. Um, and today, they're coming off of a bye, but they got – look, man, you you can't – whatever you want to say about the Chiefs, they're not performing, they're doing this, blah, 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 blah. They're the champion. They're the defending champions. And um, you still got to treat them as such. So, with that being said, Coach, do the Bills – like, do they actually have a shot today? Of course, 
course, they definitely have a shot today. I mean, this is not a bad Bills team. Let me just say that. Okay, yes, they have dealt with injuries and stuff like that, but this isn't a bad Bills team by far. Again, you saw, you know, uh, two weeks ago versus Philadelphia that they proved that they can play with the best of the best of the league because they they are one of the best teams in the league. Their record just doesn't say it. Uh, you know, their record just doesn't say it. And why they record don't say it, you know, there's been some up and downs. There's been some bad decisions. There's been some bad choices on why that record says what it says. But, you know, some people say you are who your record say you are. And I say 50-50 when it comes to this Bills team in reference to that. Um, this Bills team is definitely still one of the best teams in the NFL. They have the quarterback. And when you have a quarterback that's one of the best in the league you definitely have a chance against anybody in the league so um at the end of the day um the bills have uh the makeup to run the table uh it starts today versus kansas city though yeah they they definitely do have uh one of the best teams in the league that's for sure you look at it and they are top five in offense and defense right which is insane uh and realistically if the bills don't beat themselves they're probably looking at being around ten and two, maybe. Ten and two. Let's just say nine and three for now. Let's just say nine. Let's, let's let's be a little bit more real. Let's just say nine and three. And nine and three right now in the NFL give you top seed right now. For sure. That's just, that's just how it is. Like nine and three. If you say okay, uh, they definitely shouldn't have lost to New England. That's just point bank period. You had no business losing to a Matt Jones led team at all. Period. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have lost that game. Uh, definitely shouldn't have lost the Philly game, I feel. You, you shouldn't have lost that game. You were in control of that game until the last couple of seconds. But then the Denver game. I mean, Denver, Denver didn't want to win the game, and it seemed like the Bills didn't want to win it either. You know, so those are three games right there. You can say easily the Bills should have won. The Bills would be 9-3 and three right now. Josh Allen would be in MVP consideration if that was the case. They wouldn't yeah. be just talking about his interceptions. I'm so over the, the Josh Allen turnover thing. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just so over that. It's certainly overblown for sure. Uh, and that's kind of like I, I know I've, I've done like extensive research on this, but like I, I kind of I, I get a scope of everybody's opinion. Just just and whenever people talk about the bills, I, I like to tune in and, you know, people talk about, well, you also it, it is a part of what you know, who he is. And so you have to highlight it. And it's like, I, I understand that, no, no, but uh-huh. it's, it's only a small part of who he is as a quarterback. I mean, it, it, like you could talk about it, but how are you going to talk about only that and leave out the 92% that's left on the table? Right. I don't, I, I mean, I don't want to say that's, just, you know, that's expected out of Josh Allen. And assumptions isn't expected out of any quarterback. But, you know, it's the situations at times that Josh Allen has put in. And, you know, hey, he has some misfires. Of course, he definitely has some misfires. But it's not so much of a gap to where Josh is turning the ball over and then the next guy that's, you know, underneath him has half of that, you know, turnover ratio. Patrick Mahomes, all the top quarterbacks out here right now are are neck and neck as far as interceptions, like, so I don't I don't understand why he just get the most flack on like he's just a turnover machine. You know, what I mean, you know, I guess you got to blame Dorsey for that because we weren't hearing this about Josh Allen until last year where, you know, he led the league in, 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 in interceptions inside the red zone. So 
I think that was more of a Ken Dorsey thing because in the five years under Coach Dable, he never threw an interception inside the red zone. You know what I mean? So that more or less let me know that that was a Ken Dorsey thing that, you know, he put Josh in situations that wasn't um, – that wasn't good. It made Josh make bad decisions. So, you know, hopefully, you know, Brady is cleaning that up. Uh, you see a better turnover. You see, a, a, you see a better TD to turnover ratio with Joe Brady at the helm these past two games. So, you know, I don't, I don't think that, you know, it's really an excuse or, or yeah, he's that like, that's going to happen. Like that's going to happen. No, that's not going to happen. It's just the situations that, you know, Josh is allowed to be in and he just got to get, you know, completely away from that aura that that Dorsey created. You know what I mean? So coming off this bye week is Kansas City. I'm quite sure Josh is locked in because he knows who he's up against. He's playing against Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, I'm quite sure you're going to see a more elevated raise of play. You know what I mean? It's, it, watch Josh Allen today. He's going to take his game to a whole nother level. So, um, yeah, I, I'm over the interception thing with Josh Allen. Um, I'm just really over that. Mahomes just about has the same amount of interceptions as Josh Allen do, and they're not talking about Patrick Mahomes in that fashion. So we're gonna see today. And not only, <clears throat> excuse me, not only does Patrick Mahomes have what two, three less interceptions than Josh Allen, uh, Josh Allen has like eight more total touchdowns or something crazy like that. Like Josh Allen is far ahead of the pack in touchdowns. He's right up there in the top five in passing yards, passing completion, um, all these stats. But the one stat people want to highlight is the turnovers. And I think it was a really interesting point you brought up about him never have thrown an interception in the first, like, five years under day ball. Like, I totally forgot about that. That was a really good point. And then, you know, they obviously have become more of a problem. Um, But I agree with you, but I think it's in a different way. Like you mentioned how it's kind of Brady's fault. Um, I feel like it is Dorsey's, but, Dorsey's <laughs> excuse me. Yeah, uh, Dorsey's fault. I feel like it is, but because I, I feel like our offense was so stagnated. Um, and it really, it, I, I feel like it just didn't put our team in, in the best position. Like, you, you know, just coming off the field so much, punting so much. Uh, that's not the brand of football that our defense is used to playing behind and it put them in a lot of compromising positions and um, having no real game flow. You, it's it's clear and obvious now. I was saying it, you know, while it was happening, but it was just like, am I tripping? But now that I see Brady in action, I'm like, yeah, it's obvious. Like there was absolutely no game flow. Uh, he had no like sequencing um, of his play calling. And so that kind of backfired on us. Um, and then just to hear the confidence that Joe Brady talks about Josh Allen with is uh, is really, really dope. But um, let's flip to the other side of well, the other team real quick because we are facing off against another top two quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and his wide receivers are kind of like Josh's from like a couple of years ago, right, when Josh only had digs and everybody else was dropping everything. And mm-hmm. now um, – Patrick kind of only has Travis and everybody is kind of dropping everything. And even Travis is dropping some stuff too. But, um, and now Josh kind of has like a best receiver in the league, amazing tight end combo of his own. And Travis kind of only has the one weapon. So it's kind of like roles have reversed a little bit. Uh, the Bills secondary has been 
well, I mean, they, they, they have good numbers. Like they, they've been playing well. You can say whatever you want in the Florida game, but the, the overall numbers look good. Um, and they've, they've been able to hold some wide receivers down. Um, what do you think they're able to do against this subset of, you know, pass catchers for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs? What are the Bills defense going to do as far as the pass catchers? Yes. Um, I mean, hey, you know, they've been facing Kansas City just about every year, you know, so it's not nothing new that they, you know, are expecting. Um, yeah, his weaponry as far as Patrick Mahomes' weapons he has is is, is not how, how it's been in the past. But we can't look at that and just put it on cruise control either. You know, we'll 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 play down to that level of competition, and then next, you know, guys like Rashid Rice and and Sky Moore have career days. You know, what I mean, shit like that. So we gotta address it as such. We gotta we gotta we gotta we gotta play like hey, like 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 Tyreek Hill is out there, like Travis Kelsey is 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 on top of his game. So we gotta treat it as such. We gotta treat it as such as. This is the Super Bowl defending champion. I don't care who in the hell they got on a team that's playing. They're in our way. We need to win against these guys. So, you know, I expect this Bills team to come out playing fast, playing aggressive, because Coach McDermott has been playing that as of late. You know, uh, guys just have to step up and make plays today. Um, obviously, we know Travis Kelsey is their go-to guy. So, you know, we're going to have to, you know, scheme around that. You're going to have to get pressure. I mean, these are the games that, you know, Coach McDermott and Brandon Bean, you know, brought in guys like Von Miller, brought in guys like Leonard Floyd to get after the quarterback. So, you know, this is what we want to see. Can we get after Patrick Mahomes today? This is it. Now, this is going to be why they're bringing in these type of free agents. We need to get after Patrick Mahomes today. If the Bills can get after Patrick Mahomes today, uh, you know, hey, you know, it's going to definitely work in their favor. But we cannot, you know, take the foot off the brake if that happens. They did that versus Philly. You know, they was aggressive versus Jalen Hurts. They had 80 yards, you know, in three quarters. And all of a sudden, they just, you know, stepped on the brakes and allowed, you know, Jalen Hurts just to win the game so easily. So they cannot do that against Patrick Mahomes. And if they do do that in that fashion again, it's not gonna be good. It's, it, it won't be good for this coaching staff. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, it never is uh, when you give him ample time to do something, and that includes when you know you aren't rushing hard and you're giving him time to scramble around in the pocket and do his little ballet dancing that he does. Um, I mean, he's quite good at it. So Bro, they shouldn't they shouldn't have to do that now because I mean I mean no disrespect, but no receivers really out there posing a threat where we got the double. You know what I mean? So they should be ultra aggressive versus Patrick Mahomes. Give him a look that he has not seen yet in out of this Bills defense and just get after him. Um, you know, on the flip side of that, Kansas City's defense has been probably the best that, you know, I, I didn't see in the in, in the Patrick Mahomes era. Yeah, so sure. that's the that's the that's the flip side caveat of it all. But one thing about the Bills is their offense has always been explosive every single year. Is explosive against Philly. If this, if they could be explosive against Philadelphia. They could be explosive against anybody. And that's that's the that's the biggest like question mark. Like, why is this team six and six? You said it yourself. Top five defense, top five offense. Quarterback is is is, is a top three quarterback in this NFL. Why are they six and six? Man, you can say the injuries and it took them you know a while just to get you know in sync defensively and get on track with certain things, but. 
coaching has lost some ball games. I'm gonna be quite honest. Some coaching decisions have definitely lost some ball games there. So that cannot happen against Kansas City today. It cannot be because of coaching that you know that they lose. You know, and what do you do about that? Like, if you're losing games because of coaching, what do you do? I mean, you know, Coach McDermott has has has, has changed his culture and he made this team a contender. So, I mean, you cannot just push that to the side and forget about, you know, what this man has done. So it's just kind of like a tough situation, you know, right now with this Bills team. Has he maxed out with this team? That's the biggest question that Bills fans are saying. You know, has Coach McDermott really maxed out? And, you know, in certain in phases of it, it's showing. You know, I don't want to say that he's maxed out. But, you know, I just really can't pinpoint why this team is 6-6. Six and six. You know what I mean? So it's definitely not the players. You know, it's definitely not the players. You know, of course, Dorsey was the scapegoat, but okay. You know, now what? You know, you can't blame it on Dorsey. Leslie Frazier is not on the defensive side. So, you know, all things is pointing to Coach McDermott at this phase. Uh, whatever went on this week wasn't a distraction. You know, uh, Coach McDermott, he's a pro. He, he handled that, uh, you know. In, in the fashion that he handled it in. Uh, so I don't think it, 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 that's not going to be a distraction at all. Uh, I think uh, these teams, you know, know what's at stake. Uh, you know, they are professionals and, you know, they got to go out there and play like they, you know, their playoff lines is on the line, you know. And that ain't got nothing to do with the coaches. That's within the players, you know. So at the end of the day, they they, they got to they gotta play to their potential these next five weeks. So um, we definitely going to see because this is a must-win game here at Kansas City. Um, I don't have a problem with the Bills' offense. I would like to see Leonard Fournette in the uniform at some point. Um, but I don't think that this offense is going to have problem putting up points to the point where Kansas City offense has been struggling. So if the Bills just go out and continue to be themselves, put up 30 points, uh, I don't see Kansas City putting up 30 points against this Bills' defense. Now, yes, yeah, it's, it's going to go over. What's the over? About 48 and a half or something like that? I do believe that, you know, they will go over, but I don't think that Kansas City, if they want to get in the shootout matchup with, with, with the Bills, they're definitely going to lose this game, you know. So they don't have enough firepower to keep up, you know, with what the Bills have to offer offensively. Yeah. Um, you you mentioned earlier about how the, the Bills kind of have to take the Chiefs seriously because they're defending champions. I mean, at this point, again, they, they, they said it, you got to play like every game's a playoffs. You got to take everybody seriously. I don't care if you're playing the Patriots. I don't care if you're playing the, the Eagles. Like, you, you got to take everybody seriously uh, at this point. You can't lose any more games, really. You got to get into that playoff mode because even if you uh, accomplish the goal of winning enough games to sneak your way into the playoffs, then the real competition starts you know what i mean so you you just got to be there for the rest of the season and you got to get it together and you kind of mentioned mcdermott and you know having to take some accountability because there's really nobody to blame anymore he took over the defense and i will i will admit it started off a little it started off really aggressive and i honestly i think if as if leslie frazier would have had this particular defensive line i feel like he would have had a lot more success too personally to be fair um and then, you know, due to some injuries and I'm not sure what else, maybe a little conservativeness, they, they've been less aggressive lately. Um, but there's no Dorsey to blame. Joe Brady has been doing it, doing the thing. And uh, the Eagles, you, 
your defense allowed what like three straight scoring drives or something like that in the second half. Uh, not only that, but you made some key coaching decisions that were con- contributed to us losing that game. Uh, so yeah, it is you know time for accountability. Speaking of accountability, you know there are some distractions that have been put on the Bills organization and in the Bills locker room due to some comments that that said head coach made. So when you couple uh, key losses to really nobody else, you can't really blame anybody else for a a few key losses that could keep us out the playoffs. And then these comments becoming a distraction in the national media, it was just on SNL last night. Um, Could that be the McDermott's doom. I don't think I'm gonna say about that. And I put my little cryptic tweet up about it. Like, man, it, it, this type of stuff happens on all levels. Um, you know, from from little league to high school to college and the pros. Right? It's a dirty game. You know. The only thing I'm gonna say about that, man, don't be bitter about this shit. Be better. This happened in 2019, and we know, coach. Coach McDermott has these these analogies, right? He's always coming up with catchphrases and stuff like that. Okay, one out of a hundred analogies that this guy said, you know, was a bad one. You know, it was a bad one. And it happened four years ago. You know, it happened four years ago. So why is it coming out now? Why is it coming out now? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's coming out now, why? Because this person got released off the team, this coach got fired, or this front office person isn't around no more. You know, mm-hmm. why is it coming out now? You know what I mean? If, if, if that was said and somebody had a problem about it, it should have been addressed back then, you know, yeah. on how they felt about it. You know what I mean? Like, to come out now with it, okay, I get it. But... Strategic timing, for sure. Okay, well, but, okay, for why? Okay, it was 25... Yes, that's the question, right, is why? Why? You know what yeah. I mean? Why? 25 coaches, between 25 coaches and players and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, hey, how how Diggs, how, how Stefan Diggs said, you know, there's there's some truth to every rumor, right? you know what I mean? Not you know, not to say that what was reported was was false or inaccurate or whatever, but why? You know what I'm saying? Why all of a sudden this is coming out now? This happened in 2019. You know what I mean? You could have left the 2019 piece out of it and then you know carried on with you know what the sources had to say in reference to coach or whatever the case may be but to throw it out out there that should have been said that should have been reported you know what i mean that should have been you know addressed in 2019 you know what i mean to me it's out of stat you know what i mean it's out of statute of limitations for that one so when when that to me i, I felt that was just a personal shot at mcdermott i ain't even gonna hold you you know what i mean i, I just feel that was a personal shot you know at the guy you know and that's just Guys being bitter of the situation, how things um, panned out for them. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, I just think that was just too personal right there. You know what I mean? It's, it's a way to do it. You know, you know, everybody does their thing a little bit more differently. And I can't knock that, you know, but I just think that was just a, that was that that was a little bit personal, you know, in that article right there. So, I mean, did it reveal some things? Of course it did. But 
I just thought that was just like a, it was just a little bit too personal for Coach McDermott. I, you know, I, that was just a little bit too personal for my taste. Yeah, I, I kind of gave my thoughts on it as well, and I, I kind of said, you know, I, I don't really, to be fair, like I don't really care about the comments per se. So for just for me personally, like I understand it could be offensive to people, but like you know, I've I've seen way worse be said in locker rooms. Um, and the issue for me is, it's like, this is going to be a distraction, right? Because now you are in a position, you're, you're in a compromising position. You're six and six, you're on the outside looking in, you're playing the quote unquote best team in AFC. Um, and, and it's just, it becomes a huge distraction. And it's like, what timing like the the timing was just like wow you couldn't really pick a more you know perfect time if you were <laughs> going trying to attack someone you know what i mean so uh it, it kind of sucks that as a fan of the team that this is a thing that i know is probably you know a, an issue to some degree in the locker room uh but how will they be able to overcome it on the field like the you know being a lot being around the the locker room for you personally uh you know is that something that seems like it's bothering these guys not at all it's not bothering them because it has nothing to do with them you know what i mean it can't bother the players so it ain't got nothing to do with them you know it has something to do with the coach and and coach addressed it right off the rip whatever it is and everybody don't want to say you know he has accountability issues he don't have accountability issues. He just have a, a a way of of transparency. You know, not being transparent enough of being accountable. You know, he, I, I don't think he and I'm and I and I feel that Coach McDermott is definitely getting better with that because you can't point the finger at who right now but yourself. You know, Dorsey's not here. Frazier's not here. So you you can't point the finger at nobody else. You can't blame the players. You know what I mean? You, you know, as a coach, you put them in position to make the plays. And if they're just not making the plays, you make the changes. But if you, you know, you, you, you making some bad situations and putting them in bad positions, of course you have to, you know, be accountable and, and, and say, hey, you know, it starts with him. And he has said that, you know, it, it, it does start with him. So I don't know what y'all want him to say. Y'all want him to say, well, I apologize for putting my team in this situation. In so many ways, he's been saying it, but I don't know what people are, want at this point from coach McDermott in reference to him being accountable you know i mean yeah yeah they, i guess the knock on him is he has some accountability issues okay so if he say it's my fault i shouldn't have put my team in that situation then what we, we're still going to keep sharing it so you know I, I don't think it's a distraction at all those players know what they got to do again they're professionals they've been in these situations before uh it hasn't you know stirred up the locker room only thing I think that, you know, what it would do is that the players will ride for their coach at this point. So I think that's going to happen, you know. So um, it's not a distraction at all. Um, you know, all those guys are pro-McDermott in there. And the ones that isn't are the ones that's probably attached to that article that everybody's reading. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a completely separate team. And um that was before any real winning had been installed into the program. So uh now I, I mean, can name names that's a part of that article, but I'm not gonna do that. You know what I mean? I'm definitely not gonna do that. But I know where some of some of that stuff is coming from, but not gonna do that. It is what it is. It was said, what was said, and 
I mean, hey, you gotta play football, you gotta play through it. You know, I don't think it's gonna be a distraction now if these just if it just continues to happen in that fashion, then obviously that's an issue that needs to be addressed. And how do you address it? Only people that can address it is 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 the is ownership, you know, in the front office. So, you know, that's it. You know what I mean? That's the only, you know, people that he has the answer to in reference to that. If it continues to happen, we'll see you tonight. You know, if if those same lapses happens, you know, if that if those lapses continue to be consistent, that's a coaching issue. It's not having to do anything with the players. So, yeah, I don't know what what, what happened. What, you know, I don't know what will happen. You know, I, I don't know what will happen. I, will he be fired? I don't think so. I, I just don't think that, you know, they will get rid of a guy who basically turned this franchise around. But something has to happen to where in certain situations down the stretch, you know, they can't have these lapses down the stretch. You know what I mean? And that's just the that's just been the Achilles heel of this Bills team. You know, you dominate the game. You look so much of a Super Bowl contending team. And then all of a sudden, late in games, the bottom just falls out of it. Like, you know, like, like, like you're 0 and 10, <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's like the, the, the biggest head scratcher that I have, you know, with this team. And why is that happening? And it all, it all leads to the coach. It all points back to the coach, of course. You know, it all points back to him. So they can't continue to have these lapses down the stretch when they need to close out ball games. You know, so we're going to see again against Kansas City. It has happened. You know, you know, versus Kansas City, a few lapses down the stretch. We're going to see, you know, will that continue? Um, Andy Reid, you know, basically raised Coach McDermott, so he knows him like the back of a hand. So what will Coach do a little bit more different? What is the added wrinkle that, you know, is going to make Andy Reid adjust? And then once Andy Reid adjusts, how will Coach McDermott counter adjust that? Because Andy Reid is one of the best coaches when it comes to adjustments. And I've ever seen. He's better. He, he, you know, that's what Kansas City do. That's their makeup. So second half, you have to see the adjustments on what Andy Reid made and how would the Bills counter adjust, you know, the adjustments that Kansas City has made in that second half. If they don't, and then, you know, the Bills all of a sudden is just dominating the first half. And then second half, they just look like the Chicago Bears or, you know, an 0-10 team or something like that. Then yeah, that's 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 a continuing problem, and that's a coaching issue, and it needs to be addressed to some degree. Whether you know, coach has to find a, a new DC, and he just focus on being the head coach, you know, whatever the case may be. But I don't think that they're going to fire him. You know, you know, I don't think they're going to fire Coach McDermott at all. Yeah, I, I have a hard time seeing it as well. Um, although I did run a poll, I got like twelve hundred votes, something like that. About about sixty percent of people want McDermott gone. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how they maneuver that. I mean, uh, the biggest question is: has he has he take this team as far as he as can he that's take? A lot it? With a lot of I mean, that's the like thing. Yeah, has he maxed out with this team? You know what I mean? And that's yeah, and that's the big question. Maybe it's, it's somebody else. I mean, it happened with Andy Reid, but at least Andy Reid got to Super Bowls and lost. You know, he maxed out with Philadelphia to the point where he understood that and when he got to kansas city 
we know what he he did wrong, and you know he made his move, and you know now they're winning Super Bowls and you know, one of the best teams in the league. So again, this is Coach's McDermott first crack at being a head coach. Yeah, he's been coaching this team for seven years, but every year you are learning something different about yourself That's as far right. as being a head coach. You know, and he so really didn't win a chip for a minute. Right, he hasn't been a head coach anywhere else. This is his first time being a head coach. Period. You know what I mean? So you learn things every year. This, this, this is not a, a it's not a step by step booklet to you to get. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's it's what you make it. You know. And again, there they go talking about it on on uh you know NFL Live right now. You know, they want to make it a distraction, but to the to, to the team within the building and organization, it's not a distraction at all. It's not okay. A distraction. All right, let's switch gears a little bit. The Chiefs defense is coming off of a heck of a game. Um, and when I say a heck of a game, I mean they did not have fun while being on that field. Uh, Jordan Love put them through the ringer. <laughs> uh, he put up 27 points on him, 70% passing, 267 yards, three tighties, and no picks, 118 QB rating, and a, 30, a 90 QBR. I mean, the Chiefs are, uh, you know, supposedly one of the best defenses in the league. And I don't mean supposedly as in, like, disrespectfully. I just mean, like, I don't know it to be true. So this is what I've heard. Uh, they're supposedly one of the best defenses in the league. But Jordan Love went up there and put hurting on them. Uh, what, what vulnerabilities does that lead to for Josh Allen and Joe Brady here? This is my thing. You know, NFL is a copycat league. And, you know, I don't see the Bills ever copy nothing that other teams do against, you know, these upper echelon teams that work. So maybe Brady is that type, you know, hey, I saw this, you know, that Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers found some success on. Let's, you know, give it a little window dressing and do the same thing type of deal. You know what I mean? I want to see that, you know, hopefully we should see that. If Jordan Love can go to Kansas City and be flawless, and we don't do that with Josh Allen today, yeah, that's going to be a problem. That That's definitely going to be a problem. If they struggle, you know, that's just letting you know that the Bills is going here and everybody else is getting better, you know, and that's been the case. That's definitely has been the case. For instance, right, you lose to Denver. Denver got 70 put up on them, all right, against the team that you beat by damn near 30. Yep. Then you lose to this team who got 70 put up. So Denver obviously has gotten better to the point where the Bills have not been getting better. But, you know, the past couple of games, even though they lost to Philly, you know, they, 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 they're on the up. You know, they're trending upward. But we're going to see again, you know, how much has this team gotten better, you know, versus what they've been doing in the past. Right. So Green Bay came into Kansas City beat Kansas City in Kansas City, it should be no fear factor for this Bills team to go out here and do the same with a much more explosive offense and a better defense. You know, I'm going to say something that it might be a little controversial. The Bills have the better football team here. Like, I uh, I feel like it's kind of like by far. So I, it, it, just, it just is like – but they beat themselves so much this year that it's just like, I, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what team to expect. 
in ourselves. Why? They're beating themselves because it's been coaching. We're not going to nickname that part. The coaching has been one of the biggest reasons on why this team is beating themselves. Like, you only beat yourself is because of coaching. Undisciplined. You know, right. Why are you not undisciplined? Because of the coaching. Coaching. Mm -hmm. I mean, so that has to get better. Obviously, that definitely has to get better. You know, and it has to get better very, very, very quick because we cannot allow teams like Green Bay going into Kansas City, you know, beating, beating them convincingly. And then us to come in here, you know, and all of a sudden have a, a lackluster performance, you know. So, you know, that, that's just all I'm saying with that. Like they have to show that they want to make this playoffs. They have to play with some urgency here. You know, you can say it all you want. But you got to go out there and play like it. And you cannot play with a sense of urgency for three and a half quarters. you got to play for the full damn four quarters. Keep the foot on the gas. Ain't no break. The brake on the car is broke at this point. Right now, the bill should be going 1,000 miles per hour, running into everything. It's a crash course collision to the damn playoffs. All right, I'm going to repeat that. It's a crash course collision to the playoffs. So the brake is broke off the car right now. It's all damn gas. And I ain't talking about an electric car neither. All right. <laughs> I ain't talking about a damn electric car. We ain't got to plug it in and plug it out. No, it's all gas. All right. Yeah. We got reserve tanks and everything. We ready to roll. We locked in. They have to be locked in these next five games. And then come on. No Isaiah Pacheco today. No Pacheco today. No Donovan Smith today. So you got your starting running back and your left tackle isn't playing today right on the flip side uh starting safety isn't playing and and drew tranquil who's a good cover linebacker is not going to play as well all right so if this kansas city team come out here and run wild against this bills team with clyde edwards hilaire who's only averaging 13 yards a game clyde edwards hilaire come out here and just get a 100 yard day i'm gonna know something about that if the Bills don't get after Patrick Mahomes with Donovan Smith, their left tackle, not playing, I know something to that. You know, the offense, if the offense don't put up, you know, their usual 30 points, you know, what are we doing here? You know, so, again, a lot of questions is going to be answered with this game. And if the Bills don't come out victorious, then, you know, you may start seeing the Bills, you know, giving other ch- guys a chance to play. To see, you know, what they can do. You know, maybe you might see Kyrie Elam, you know, activated. You may see uh, a Justin Shorter suited up. You know, again, I would love to see Leonard Fournette in action before we just just losing to another team next year, or whatever the case may be. Right. So, you know, I hope that ain't the case. I hope this Bills team go out here and do what they're supposed to do because the odds are in their favor. They're back up against the wall, and you know, we'll see how this team responds with their back up against the wall right now. Yeah, you mentioned they got to play uh, with the, you know, pedal to the metal, no breaks. Got to treat this like the NCAA college football playoff system where style points matter. You need to beat people down in order to, to get to these playoffs because you look at the death row of opponents that they have, and it, it damn near might as well be a playoff run. You got the Chiefs, you got the Dolphins, you got the Cowboys, mm-hmm. you got, like, you, uh, you got all these teams where – you might end up having to beat these same teams if you want to win a championship. So this is a perfect opportunity to go ahead and get some wins under your belt, get some confidence in your system, and uh, get a, get ready for a deep playoff run. But it all starts with the game today. 
gotta win today. You need to win today. It's a conference opponent. You can't afford any more losses, let alone conference losses. So gotta get a win today. All right, let's go ahead and get some uh X factors and uh score predictions before we get up out of here. So who is the X Factor for today? Uh, my guy's always the X Factor, James Cook. You know, the Bills go really how James Cook go. And if, you know, he gets over 15 touches, you know, the Bills are in the driver's seat to win. Uh, the last time against Philly, he had 16. That was the first time that James Cook had over 15 carries and they lost. So, you know, if they can keep that up, you know, get James Cook some touches, get him going, you know, get him going on the outside. Don't have him running inside into the teeth of, you know, the big uglies in Chris there. Jones. You know, Chris Jones and stuff like that. Have them, you know, force those guys to chase James Cook. Tire them out. You know, mm-hmm. give James Cook some sweeps, some outside zone. Let Latavis Murray and, and Ty Johnson, you know, bang in between the tackles and be physical. But you want to get James Cook the ball in space, make those guys chase, uh, make the linebackers cover. And if the linebackers is covering, then, you know, that's going to allow Gabe Davis and Dalton Kincaid and Stephon Diggs you know, more one-on-one matchups because, you know, he's has to be accounted for. So, you know, the, the Bills go as James Cook go. And if they get going there and, you know, then, you know, the Bills will have a great day, you know. So um, I say the Bills is definitely going to win this one. Um, they got to go ahead and get the job done. Uh, hopefully we'll see some continuity on both sides of the ball. Uh, complimentary football. I mean, excuse me, some complimentary football. Um, again, the biggest things we want to see, can the Bills run the ball? Because they haven't been able to run the ball against this Kansas City defense uh, in, in, in the past. So, one, will they be able to run the ball? Uh, two, will they be able to get, you know, Patrick Mahomes on the ground? You know, and three, you know, third down is going to be key in this game. You got two of the best in the game right now. So, third down is definitely key. And the Bills are, you know, leading the league in third down conversion. So, you know, those three things. If the Bills could, you know, establish a run game, it takes the pressure off of Josh Allen. Uh, and, hey, if they can get Patrick Mahomes on the ground and they can convert on third down and get Kansas City off the field on third down, hey, that's a good recipe for a Bills victory if in my book, if you ask me. So I say Bills go out there and get the job done, and it's still not going to be easy because the intensity is going to be, you know, what it is. Uh, you know, Bills chief always bring the thunder, so it doesn't matter who's playing, who's not playing. Uh, guys are definitely going to rise to the occasion. And I, I think the Bills do pull it out 29 to 20. Mm. Yeah, I, I have to agree. I was actually going to say the exact same things. For me, my X factor was uh, actually getting back to complementary football. Um, you know, you you now have that opportunity with the offense looking like the Bills offense should look. And even still, you know, getting better every week. Uh, you now you're coming off of a full week where Joe Brady gets to implement his system uh, and, and kind of his own personal imprint on the offense and get those guys, you know, doing the things that he would like to see done. Um, this is the perfect opportunity to to get a few stops, get off the field on defense, you know, to score some points early, quick, fast, blitz them a little bit um, and, you know, get a, a really good, really good uh, W. In, in the long run, uh, for me, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it's gonna be 1932. Bills. 
So pretty close, yeah. I see it somewhere in there between there and there too. I mean, the Bills' offense right now is is it's been clicking. So if they continue to click and get this Kansas City defense, they should be able to score thirty points. You know, they're normal. I don't see Kansas City just scoring thirty points. They struggle to score points. So out of sudden, if this team who's been struggling to score points against lackluster defenses all of a sudden just scored 30 points against this defense, that's a problem too. You know what I mean? I don't want to see that. You know what I mean? Why did it come to the Bills that, you know, I mean, hey, Jordan Phillips said it himself. At times, this team plays down to the level of a competition. And he's right. And he ain't backtracked that statement. I asked him about that, and he stayed true to that statement. Play down to our level of competition. They better not play. I mean, this is Kansas City. This is Super Bowl defending champion. So you cannot play down to the level of competition if you want to, just because uh, this is not a Kansas City team that, you know, has been in the past with the firepower that they have had. They still have Patrick Mahomes over there. So anything is possible with that quarterback over there. I don't care who's the receivers. I don't care who the running back is. So they got to go out there and treat Kansas City how they are. Don't play down to your level of competition. Go out there and punch Kansas City in the mouth. Keep punching them in the mouth until the damn clock strikes zero and you walking away with that W. Yeah. Hey, all you got to do is get a win, man. All you got to do is get a win. Get a win here. Make it look good, you know, for some style points. That would be nice. Your strong performance going into the rest of the season uh, could provide some some really, really good confidence. Um, But, hey, the Buffalo Bills. Dolph. (laughs) <laughs> so, with that being said, the Bills have to run the table these five games to make the playoffs. Do you believe? Ah, we are. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.